0: everybody. Welcome to episode 54 of the Orange Shoe Podcast. And today I'm going to be talking all about different metrics you can use to track your success or your results or how you're reaching your goals in the gym. And we're going to cover some common metrics and we're also going to cover some overlooked metrics. The metrics I believe are being overlooked And then if we started focusing on those just a little bit more, we would have a little bit more fun in the gym, we wouldn't stress about the scale, and we would actually ultimately start stacking wins and moving in the right direction. So before we hop into this episode, here's a quick message from our sponsor. Is your nutrition preventing you from reaching your goals? Do you enjoy eating healthy, but don't enjoy or have the time for all the prep work? If so, then I highly recommend checking out Lean Feast. Lean Feast is the premier meal prep service in the Madison area. They take out all the guesswork and provide you with quick, healthy meals on your schedule. The best part, you get to choose what goes into your meal and how many you purchase. Let's say you struggle with eating healthy lunches during the work week. Then you could go there, purchase five lunches and eliminate that struggle. The meals take three minutes to warm up via microwave or stovetop, and then they are ready to eat. Season with your favorite spices to add your own little flair. Gone are the days of running to the drive-thru or skipping meals altogether because you failed to plan. Head over to Lean Feast today and use promo code OSPODCAST for 10% off every order. You will not regret this decision. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Orange Tree Podcast. It is Wednesday, May 18th, and I want to talk today all about metrics. Uh, metrics are used to see if we're getting results in the gym, right? There are some common metrics, and then there's some overlooked metrics. And those overlooked metrics are the ones that I really want to focus on today because those are the ones that if we keep our eye on them and we focus on them, we can see a lot of change happening. As in, if we're looking at some of the other metrics, the metrics that just take a lot longer to see change in, we can get very unmotivated. And metrics hold a lot of power when it comes to motivation or whether you feel like you're succeeding or not. And the thing I really want to kind of get across today is that we shouldn't give metrics all the power because with some of these metrics I'm going to talk about today some of them take a long time to see results depending on the metric and sometimes we fall into the trap of where we want to see results now or we feel like we should be seeing more results than what we currently are depending on how much time you have currently spent working on whatever it is and when we don't get the result that we're currently looking for, or we feel like we should be farther along than where we currently are, we tend to get very triggered by that. And it could have you spiral downhill, it could have you quit altogether. And we shouldn't give metrics that much power over us, right? At the end of the day, if we know that we're doing everything in our power to move in the right direction, we just got to trust the process. And so I'm gonna be talking about some common metrics, like the most common metrics people use to track results and you know, to see if they're achieving their goals. And then I'm gonna talk about the not so common or the overlooked metrics. And I'm sure there are other metrics that I'm not even gonna to cover today that a lot of people use to help them as well. But some of the common metrics are, I'll just kind of list them off and then we'll kind of dive into them a little bit. Um, uh, the first one is your weight, right? So stepping on a scale. Another common metric is body composition. So whether that is taking measurements or using a in-body or DEXA scan. Um, The third one is tracking your strength increases. So have your weights gone up or can you do more reps at a given um, weight? And the last one is maybe your conditioning increase. So maybe you're able to run farther faster. Maybe you completed a workout in the gym quicker than you've done in the past. Or you're able to complete a 30-minute personal training session and you feel better than you've ever felt after 30 minutes because you can make it through the whole 30 minutes. Or that hour group class that used to kick your ass and now you feel like you kick its ass. So those are just like four of the kind of common things I feel like people track in order to um, see the results. And so we'll go back to the top. So we'll start with weight loss or tracking your weight. And tracking your weight, obviously, um, you – what needs to happen here is you need to obviously step on a scale and track the weight and what i'm going to cover really quickly is there are two people two different people that you know when it comes to a scale one you step on the scale and whatever that number says you use it as sold as a sole data point you write it down you think about it and you're like oh okay yeah i can see why it's a little bit up i know i did this and this the last few days or wow awesome it's down a pound Um, And now that reinforces that maybe you're doing the right things and you need to keep moving. But besides that, it doesn't really carry any more weight to you than that. The second person is the person who steps on the scale and you're instantly triggered. It instantly ruins your day. And now it completely affects how you think about yourself, how maybe you're going to eat the rest of the day, what you're going to do over the weekend, or whether or not you're going to continue doing what you started doing to maybe reach that goal of weight loss, you know that might be like you know what I'm I'm just not working out anymore. I was I was lighter before I started working out, um, and that's when we give the scale too much power. And if you're somebody who is person number two, where you get very triggered, I would highly recommend not utilizing the scale as your way or your metric to track your success or whether or not you're reaching your goals and i know it's important obviously for weight loss the scale we know we want to see the downward trend right and that's weight loss but if the scale triggers you and it really affects how you maybe think or act the remainder of the day or the week or the weekend then i highly recommend just getting rid of it there are a lot more other important metrics um, that you can focus on that won't trigger you that way and would still keep you moving in the right direction. All right. So that's kind of talking about, uh, the weight loss side of things. You know, the scale is a great tool only if it isn't triggering to you and the scale can kind of help you and understand whether or not the things that you're currently doing are either working or not, depending on what that number is. All right. Moving on body composition. So body composition, a great way to use for this is obviously measuring, right? Having your trainer take measurements, right? Your neck, your abdomen, chest, hips, legs, biceps. Like there are a lot of different points on the body that we can measure. And sometimes body composition is a great way to actually start because now you're not going to be so focused on maybe the weight or the number on the scale. Um, And sometimes you're going to see more change in the body your body composition or you're going to see change there first more so than you would necessarily see on the scale right away so i know i've talked to a lot of people where they are like man i already can tell that my clothes are fitting a bit different but maybe the scale hasn't moved too much right and so that's just that body composition changing you're you're adding some more lean you're burning a little bit of fat and that body is going through a little bit of a composition change which is great Um, so you could use measurements or you can use what is called an in-body scanner, which some of you at orange shoe have maybe already have access to, and maybe used, and just for those that don't know what an in-body scanner is, think about it as like a super souped up um, scale that gives you like your body fat mass, it tells you your basal metabolic rate, it tells you your lean mass, and it just gives you a lot of really good information about your body composition. So what is what when you step on a scale, like a traditional scale, it just gives you a number and doesn't tell you what that number is made up of. So you don't really have a lot of information to go off of, but a in-body or a DEXA scan is a great tool um, to kind of dive into a little bit more of kind of what's going on with your body. And then maybe six months later, you step on that scale again, and you're going to be able to see a lot of those those composition changes, right? So how much lean muscle mass did you add? How much body fat uh, How much body fat did you lose? And you could see those changes happening on the scale, which is a great way to track. Um, and I kind of like it because at Orange Show, we rotate that in-body scanner where every location typically has it every six months or so and i think that's a great time to kind of like i I, I like that time that amount of time that six months between stepping on the scale is a great way to kind of like focus create new habits put them in motion give it the time that it deserves to actually see change and not expect to step on the scale in three days and see the difference and so that six month rotation i think works out really well and it's really really fun to see those changes um in clients with that in body scanner so Go ahead, ask your trainers if you're intrigued by this in-body scanner. Ask them, hey, hey, when's the next time we're going to have this bad boy um, in our studio? And they should be able to let you know. All right. So that's your body composition, and like I said, you tend to maybe you might even start seeing change there quicker than you will see on the number on the scale. Moving forward into the next one, so our strength increases, right? And so this one's important, right? This is another common thing to track. You know, am I getting stronger, or can I do more reps at a weight that I've never done before? And those are both great tests, right? We got more of like a a, a pure strength, which is like weight going up, but then you got more of like a muscle endurance type test, which is like the higher rep or seeing how many reps you could do at a weight. And those, that's those are both really important tests, and those are both really fun ones you could do. Um... And that is always a great way to track on whether you're seeing um, seeing results in the gym. Because sometimes we could be getting really strong and really fit, but because our sole metric that we focus on is weight loss, if that scale is not necessarily moving in the direction or in the speed in which you want it to move and whatever direction you want it to move, um, you're going to forget all about the great maybe successes you had like strength increases, body composition changes. And for whatever reason, that number – trumps everything. So I, I love, I love the more, um, number based ones, or like, I guess you versus you type numbers to track. So like strength conditioning times, because you can, you have control of those. Yeah. You have control of your weight, but man, you can make some serious changes in that strength conditioning where at the end of the day, you're going to be such a fitter, more fitter person, um, to where that weight number, maybe after a while won't be necessarily as important to you anymore because you know you're just so much healthier and fitter um than you were um and then into the next one we have obviously our conditioning um and just making like i kind of hit on that a little bit of you know can you get through a 30-minute session without feeling exhausted an hour group class without feeling exhausted maybe you're doing repeat workouts in the gym where your trainer has you test a conditioning piece and then six months later you guys continue working it but then six months later you go ahead and repeat that conditioning piece to see if you could do it faster um and that is just like solid evidence right there that you're moving in the right direction if you beat your score you're definitely fitter than you were and that is just so good because sometimes you know, those might be the only results that we're currently seeing as strength increases and condition increases, because maybe our nutrition isn't quite dialed in where it needs to be. And that's why we're not seeing the changes in the weight loss. But that doesn't mean that you're not moving in the right direction, and you're not getting fit, or you're not getting stronger. And so that should be the reason why you continue moving on and not letting that number say, you know what, I'm done, screw it. But hey, what happened to all these great successes you've already had? So we can't throw those away, right? So those are like the four common ones that a lot of people kind of tend to track are, is the weight, the body composition, am I getting stronger and am I getting fitter or better conditioning? Um, now I'm gonna go into some of the overlooked metrics um, and maybe I got like six of them written down, maybe some more popping in my head as I um, talk about this, but the overlooked metrics, I think, um, first one is kind of kind of goes about with the kind of like the body composition, but it's just how your clothes are fitting. Um, I a lot of times see people like, oh, yeah, you know, two more belt loops down. Uh, My shirts are a lot looser than they were. I could wear clothes that I haven't worn in six months. Um, And that's kind of directly correlated to that body composition changing. And then they're like, yeah, but my weight really isn't that different. And that's where where I kind of talk about you'll see body composition changes, maybe a little bit sooner than you would the weight loss. Um, so yeah, you like, you're maybe overlooking how you're fitting in your clothes better. Um, are you overlooking your energy level throughout the day? Fitness does a great job as you start getting consistent with working out of affecting your energy levels all throughout the day. And so you might realize that like, yeah, you're right. Like I do have more energy. I am more lively with my kids. I come home from work and I feel like I can play with them and I don't need to sit on the couch and take a nap. And yeah, I do overall feel better. There you go. That's a great metric of that. You're moving in the right direction and you need to keep doing what you're doing when it comes to the fitness side of things. Next one. Um, You're not dreading working out anymore. So when you first joined the gym, you're like, oh man, like I just don't like this working out thing. I don't think I'll ever be a person who air quotes works out consistently. Um, And you just kind of dread it. But then next thing you know, six months in, you're like, I actually look forward to this. I actually get mad if I have to cancel one of my sessions and you know, and I, because of a a work meeting and you start actually looking forward, to going to the gym because you're like loving that experience. You're loving that endorphin high after getting a great workout in. you're loving the way it kind of like suppresses your anxiety or how it helps you sleep better. There we go. I just write off a couple more overlooked um, (laughs) metrics. And so um, you're not dreading workouts anymore. That's a huge one. That's a huge one. I remember I, I worked with some clients that are like, Tom, like right away in the console. I don't know if I'm going to be here long-term. I just don't, I don't know if I'm gonna like this working out thing. I've never done it before in my entire life. My, my daughter, my son, my so-and-so told me I probably should start working out. So I did. And I just don't know what's going to happen. And then three years later, they're like working out by themselves at their house, plus getting three workouts in an orange shoe. And they're like, wow, I can't believe like I'm turned into a workout junkie now. So that's like really cool. The next one, um, is your recovery you're recovering faster so you a lot of us probably remember when we kind of first first started and joined the gym your first couple of weeks or months every workout you would get done with you'd be like oh my goodness like I am sore like I could feel those muscles and now when you work out you're like oh I might get a little sore here and there but for the most most of the time most weeks I actually feel pretty good after my workouts I'm not too sore That is a huge adaptation that the body has made that we tend to just overlook, right? Because the scale and the number isn't what we want it to be. But now we just overlook every other great metric that we have accomplished and our body has accomplished. So don't overlook your recovery and how fast you're able to and all the cool tricks and things you've learned to help recovery. Um, That is a great, that is a huge change that the body has gone, uh, um, undergone, and it should not be overlooked. Um, the next one, your flexibility, air morbi- or mobility. Like you might have come in and you couldn't touch the floor. Now, without even thinking, you could bend over, touch the touch the floor. Those little aches and pains that you maybe first had when you joined no longer even exist, or you don't even think about them anymore because maybe they're so minimum. You strengthen those areas, and they don't bug you anymore. There you go, another great improvement that took time that your body has adapted to and now no longer causes you stress or pain. So increased flexibility, getting rid of aches and pains and just a bunch of naggy, naggy stuff. All right, and the next one, consistency. You are now more consistent than you've ever been working out in your entire life. You show up to orange shoe two to three days a week no if ands, buts about it, and you've been doing it for two, three years, maybe six months. Maybe for you, it's one month. Maybe you're somebody who like, I am habitually, I, I am that person who starts something. I do it for two weeks. I don't lose 54 pounds like the infomercial said, and I quit. And I've never stuck with anything. And now look at Now look at it. You're listening to this podcast and you've been at Orange Shoe for a month, two months, six months, three years, 10 years. We probably got clients that have been with Orange Shoe for 12 plus years. I wouldn't doubt it. So there you go. You got great consistency. It has become a habit. It has become your identity. It is who you are. It is what you do. That is a huge, huge win. And that is something that you should not overlook. So There are probably a ton of other ones I could rattle off when it comes to just different metrics. But if you find yourself kind of like in that workout fitness plateau where it's maybe not as fun as it used to be, you feel like you've maybe hit that plateau where the weight loss isn't happening anymore and you're like, I'm stuck, I don't really know what to do, maybe it's time to just start focusing on some other metrics Focus on the things that you can't control. Focus on not lying to yourself and setting those standards for yourself and really just becoming and being true to yourself on what you're actually doing day to day. Sometimes we need to just sit down and be real with ourselves and being like, okay, why am I not seeing the weight loss? And a lot of times if we just sit down and think about it, we could come up with the answer ourselves and being like, yep, I'm not doing this, this, and this. And that would probably help me lose some weight if I did X, Y, and Z. So be real with yourself. Be, be tough on yourself. But sometimes we need to pivot, focus on different metrics, get moving back in the right direction. And before you know it, when you're focusing on different metrics, you're going to start stacking up a lot of small wins. And small wins will then turn into a big one. So those common metrics, I would call those the big wins that take a long time for us to get to. Like strength increase takes a while. Losing weight takes a while. Um, You know, changing your body composition composition takes time, right? Improving your conditioning and getting faster, say, at running at the mile or rowing on the ERG or um, a conditioning kind of like high intensity interval training workout takes time to get better at those things. Those things we're not going to see wins all the time. But those overlooked metrics I talked about of your energy level, not dreading working out your recovery, your flexibility, your consistency, maybe your water intake is up, Your, you, know, you eat one salad a day and you've never done that your entire life. Find those small little metrics that you can find wins every single day or every single week. Start stacking the small wins and those small wins will just start snowballing and turn into the weight loss, the body composition change, the strength increase, and the conditioning. So I'm going to leave it at that, guys. Don't hyper-focus on one metric. Find a bunch and know that if you're consistently doing the right things, there is no reason that you won't reach those common metrics or the hard-to-get metrics. Those metrics will come if you're doing the right things. So focus on that. So there we go, guys. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. As always, if you have any questions, please reach out to me, ask your trainers, um, give me some feedback on the podcast, maybe a topic you would love covered. I am all years and I would love to hear from you guys. So enjoy the rest of your day. As always, thank you so much for listening, everybody. I really appreciate every listen that I get. With that being said, if you have any feedback or any questions you would like answered on future episodes, please use the link in the bio above to submit me a quick little voice message you could do right from your phone. I would love to hear from you. So thank you so much again for listening and have a great rest of your day.